0: AA-19. Four, 3. Where we kick ass. 2. 1. How's it going, Sequoia? I'm your host, Jackie B, and today we have a rockin' podcast lined up for you. Joining us in the Monster Cave studio is our very own Superintendent, Dr. Mark McLaughlin. That's right, we are taking it to the next level this morning by going straight to the top of the Conejo Valley Unified School District. Dr. McLaughlin, welcome to KA19. All right, so I'm sure that I'm not the only one on campus or even within the district who could use a little background info. Can you tell us a little bit about your background prior to coming to CVUSD and eventually becoming our superintendent?
1: First off, I wanna start off by saying how thrilled I am to be here and very impressed with your previous podcasts. As far as my background, uh, my parents and five siblings lived and grew up in Butte, Montana. One of my siblings was my identical twin brother, Mike, Butte is a town of roughly 35,000 people in southwestern part of the state. It is known as one of the most Irish cities in the United States of America. It's also known for its copper mining and the home of Evil Knievel. My dad owned a large masonry business and during the summer between my seventh and eighth grade year, he put me to work. I personally worked every summer and holiday break until I graduated college in the masonry business. While it was a tough job, I learned so much from being a hod carrier and working with my hands. When it was time to go to college, I stayed home my first year and went to Montana Tech, which is located in Butte. At the start of my second year, I decided to attend college at Western Montana College. This was the teaching college in the area and the place where I received my Bachelor's of Science in elementary education. Once I was done with school, I began my teaching career in Fontana Unified School District where I taught at South Tamron Elementary School. After my fourth year of teaching, I went back to school and earned my master's in school leadership from Azusa Pacific University. When I finished my degree, I received my first job in school administration and eventually became the principal of Maple Elementary School. At the end of my third year as principal at Maple, I was promoted to principal at Alder Middle School. Finally, I finished my tenure off in Fontana as the director of human resources. I spent 15 years in that district. At this point, this is when I transitioned to Conejo Valley Unified School District as the Assistant Superintendent of Personnel Services at the time here in Conejo, where I held the position for four years. After I finished my first year in the Assistant Superintendent position, I began my doctoral program at Cal Lutheran University and finished my degree last May. Now I've almost completed my first year as superintendent And as far as my family, I met my wife when I was teaching at South Tamron Elementary School, and she was a speech-language pathologist on campus. I have three children. My oldest daughter is a freshman in high school. My son is in eighth grade, and my youngest daughter is in second grade. So I have one at every level.
0: Wonderful. That's so cool to hear that you have all that background, not only in our district, but in many others. So one of the biggest and newest things in our CVUSD community is your tagline, The Conejo Way. What does that mean to you, and what inspired you to coin the phrase for our awesome district?
1: Well, it came to me twofold as I was transitioning to the interim superintendent position last year. Since I'd been in the district, I'd heard the term used and said numerous times in both positive and negative ways. Such as when something went right, I would hear someone say, that's the Kaneo way, with enthusiasm and positivity. Then other times, I'd hear someone say, that's the kaneo way, in a frustrated and negative voice when things didn't go over so great. So I wanted the phrase to be used in a positive light, so I decided to define it. The other side came from Theo Epstein, who was the president of baseball operation for the Chicago Cubs. He helped create a manual filled with expectations for the team during his first year. The exciting thing about the manual um, was that it provided direction to the Cubs um, that eventually led them to win the World Series in 2016, which was the first time they had won since 1908. And so the the research and information that was embedded within this manual, um, I realized that these strategies would be great in defining the Conejo Way. And so, uh, some of the strategies um, that, we're Im- that are embedded in the Kineho Way philosophy um, do come from this manual, and also comes from the fact that uh, the great things that we're doing on our district, such as have a vision for the future. Individuals who are a part of the Kaneho organization should know what the Kaneho Way means. Basically, it reflects the expectations that needs to be in place for a successful future. Know our business. It takes passion and enthusiasm and a great attitude. Use data to facilitate decisions. It's all in the details. How we do anything is how we do everything. An organization cannot ignore the details and expect greater outcomes. Have fun and praise others and have a balance between work and home life.
0: Well, that's awesome. So that phrase can only lead to success. So with so much attention on school and district choice what would you say to families moving into the area when they ask why CVUSD?
1: Well I could sit down and talk for hours with families about why CVUSD. Um, the short elevator speech um, when I run into families who are who are looking at coming into Conejo um, is that our, do- our district has a great partnership with our community our parents students and staff Doing things the Conejo way ensures ideal academic outcomes for our students. As we use teamwork, relationship building, trust, and accountability that will lead the way to bright futures for our students. We will nurture your child's passion and prepare them for successful futures. Our students acquire lifelong skills, so basically we have great academic offerings and great teachers and we have a large number of activities for all student interests.
0: Oh, that's that's great to hear, and I'm sure that the podcast represents that well. Uh, I'm sure being a superintendent is not an easy task. I can't even imagine what your day looks like, let alone the issues you deal with on a daily basis. Uh, can you tell our listeners what is the hardest and best part of being a superintendent?
1: Being that this is my first year as superintendent, I do learn new things every day. I, I'm pretty hard on myself, so when things do not go as planned, I usually beat myself up pretty good over it as I reflect back on on why it didn't go over as well as I thought it should have. But to tap the best part about being the superintendent is the ability to be involved in things like this. I love to see students involved and engaged, and it even means more to me when I have the students' smiles on their face when they are participating. The same goes for our employees. I'm so impressed with the things that they do to support our students. Just this week, I had the opportunity to present Mrs. Baranski, the Teacher of the Month Award, and to see the smile on her face and how happy the Sequoia staff was for her, and to know her husband and children came to celebrate with us. That is an example of what I like best about my job. I wouldn't say that there is a hardest part of the job, It's about learning the job this year. It's trying to figure out what is the right balance with things like communication to both parents and staff, decision-making processes, how much time in meetings versus planning time versus scheduling time to sit down and work versus being out at school sites, when to implement new processes and when to hold back, uh, work time versus time at home. I do want to add that there are so many great things that happen in this district daily that I'm proud to be the superintendent.
0: So for Sequoia students, what is the best piece of advice you would give to your middle school self?
1: So I have two pieces of advice for my middle school self. One deals with widening my social circles and the other deals with the importance of spending time with family. I want to start off by saying, if you ever saw the movie, The Sandlot, That is basically what my childhood looked like. My friends and I did not have electronics and we spent most of our time playing sports and riding our bikes through town. So in middle school, many times my social circles involved others who had the same interests as me. That can be great, but it didn't lead itself to me interacting with others who may have different points of view. These interactions and discussions can be valuable When you become a working adult, because the workplace, there are so many different personalities that come together, you need to learn and know how to work with each and every one. Definitely. When you're able to work with people with different backgrounds and interests, the best brainstorming and innovation can be created. The second bit of advice I would give is to truly understand the importance of family. Don't take them for granted and assume that they would be at your side forever. I've lost uh, three siblings and my dad. So when I was in middle school, I assumed that they would be with me forever. Um, And as I now know as an adult, that is not the case. So please make sure that you understand and spend as much time as you can with your family.
0: Definitely, I I would 100% agree with that last statement. Uh, There's a lot of focus on the well-rounded student. That being said, what was your favorite subject in school and what, if any, extracurricular activities did you participate in? And why were these activities beneficial to your overall education?
1: Sure. I was a good student in school, um, but I had to work at it. So I wouldn't say that I had one favorite subject, but I really did enjoy my art electives. I can tell you that um, I had some favorite teachers, My fourth grade teacher, Mr. Richards was awesome and he was probably the reason why I decided to go into teaching at the elementary school level. And my high school algebra two teacher, Mr. Quinn was a lot of fun as well. I still visit Mr. Quinn when I go back home. As far as extracurricular activities, I was a member of the varsity golf team all four years. Wow. And a two year letterman on the basketball team. Actually in 1992, my high school team won the State A basketball championship Wow! And last summer, our team was inducted into the City Sports Hall of Fame. That's pretty impressive. And I was also a member of our yearbook staff as well. Oh, yeah. (laughs) For me, the ability to learn and work uh, within a team structure was key. So playing a team sport like basketball made me learn how to work with others. And in golf... Since it's an individual sport, I learned to focus and make decisions.
0: Nice. That's so cool. Uh, so, as much as we'd like to have you serve as our superintendent for many more years, um, <clears throat> what would you like to? Uh, what would you like your legacy to be? And what, if any, are your future goals?
1: Sure. I would love for my legacy to be that things were done the Kaneho way, and identifiable structures, programs, and classes were put in place to support all students. As far as my future goals, um, I continually want to grow every day, uh, building positive relationships with our students and our employees, and really spend time here in Conejo being the superintendent for many, many years.
0: Yeah, sounds awesome. All right, so on a less serious note, uh, Superman or Batman?
1: Superman by far actually my favorite song of all time is superman by five for fighting
0: well i'm sure that is very good news in this classroom uh have you ever randomly lost your favorite socks if so how did that make you feel
1: as a matter of fact i have and not only were they my favorite socks they were my negotiating socks Um, i was good cutting ties with them because i saw a huge smile on the receiving end when i handed them over
0: All right. Well, that's good to hear that it went into good hands. (laughs) Before we finish this awesome interview, Doctor, um, is there anything else you would like to share with our
1: listeners? I just want to continually say how impressed I am with you, uh, the questions, uh, the rest of the podcast staff. Um, It is programs like this that puts a smile on my face and proud to be the superintendent of an exceptional district.
0: Well, we're very proud to be doing that for you, doctor. And um, on behalf of all of Sequoia, we thank you guys for coming in today. And uh, without further ado, make sure to turn in next week for our Friday live stream on the Luau Day. We will be talking about video games in kids' school life. And uh, without further ado, this is K19 signing off. See you next week.